You're listening to episode 273 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support this show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without actually having to give us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Yeah, so Tony's not here because fucking whatever. He has a life? <laughs> Tony, Tony wants to do something on a Friday night. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. He had something. He had a standing order to do something awesome. Hang out with this guy. I have a feeling if he's doing something else, it's even awesomer. I don't, I don't understand. That word, that's not a word. <laughs> nor, nor is it a thing. It is. No, not, totally is. Not equivalent. <laughs> Doesn't it doesn't now? Tony's so in uh, Windsor. Basically, you're mad. You're mad that you're stuck with me tonight. So, you, well, it's been a life sentence. Oh. <laughs> for the record, who asked who? You asked for this life sentence. You wanted this life sentence. Uh, you asked me. No, I said if you asked me to d- to marry you tonight, I would. Oh. You're the one that officially got down on one knee with a cute little poem and handed me a. No, 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 we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> So Tony's in Windsor doing Windsory things, I assume. A casino's probably involved somewhere I, along the line. I think there is. I think there's a few folks hanging out up there, my guess. Yeah. Dicks. All <laughs> 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 right. So we got a show. If that's all we're going to do, then we'll, we'll start the show. <laughs> He's Mark. I'm Karen. As always, we start with Random Vegas. In 1949, Nat King Cole experienced firsthand the racism duality that existed in Las Vegas at the time. Despite being the headliner at the Thunderbird, he was not allowed to stay or play at the property when he wasn't performing. Instead, he was required to reside in less than adequate accommodations in a part of town known as Dustville, west of Fremont Street, on the other side of I-15. It would be another six years before the Moulin Rouge, the first fully integrated hotel casino, would open in Las Vegas in 1955, and another 11 years before the Moulin Rouge Agreement was signed, desegregating all casinos on the Strip in 1960. I bet I know what inspired this random Vegas. No, ish, maybe. A little bit of drunk history, maybe? Somewhat. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) It still, it just amazes me. And maybe I'm just fortunate that we live in the time that we do. It amazes me that you could pay somebody 
to be your headliner. And they were getting paid good money. I mean, not, obviously not as good as, as, as the, the white, white entertainers, but it. they were still getting paid a ton You're of money. somebody to bring in people to your casino. And right, your hotel. Right, right. You're the but attraction you to here. get them in here, but get out. Yeah, you I'll, can't. I'll pay you to bring people in, but you can't stay here. You can't gamble here. You can't do any of yeah, that. I, I agree. We've said that from the moment we got south where there was an, an old, semi-innocent, but still underlying racism that, that resided. <laughs> There's nothing innocent about it. Well, it's but, still there. <laughs> but in many cases, it, it was it, it's not intent. It's, it's, it's ingrained. Not... They don't realize it. Like, yes. there, there's an... Oh, my dad would have would have never let me date a black guy. But like that, don't ever say that to another human ever again. That's not acceptable in any realm of existence. But see, I don't even think it's that obvious. That to me, so I well, was, yeah, I don't, there, don't want to get into the, the details. No, there's, there's obviously the underlying. I I mean the ones who are overtly and they think innocently, like going, just don't say that. That's not ex- like no, we said before. The difference of moving from up north to the south was eye opening yeah. and. For me personally, I don't want to say too much about it. So yeah, but it, yeah, to me, like this is probably the the largest juxtaposition in in recorded history of no, no, no. Please come to right. it. Please oh, perform absolutely. here. We will give you a bunch of money. Please come here so other people will come. Whoa, 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 whoa. But you can't stay, but you or can't gamble stay or here or, anything or else do. Else. Yeah, no, no, no. You get on the stage, bring people here, and then get the hell out. Like, okay. Yeah, unbelievable. Right. Better times. Better times now. Speaking of, let's move on to the Twit Pick of the Week. It's a view askew of a place left of center, exuding a surrealism that doesn't fade from a distance, only contextualizes the experience. The trade-off of staying off strip is having an epic view of the action you are currently not amidst of. But what a view. I feel sorry for those who don't appreciate the theming of Las Vegas because the awe of views like this must be totally lost on them. It must be what it's like to lose one's senses and not be able to enjoy the aroma of a loved one, the taste of secret pizza, or views of the strip from a distance. Like this one, shared by at Jennifer Tilly. Yes, according to Twitter, that one, a.k.a. Bonnie Swanson. (laughs) So, can I ask one question? Yeah. This picture is obviously a mirror image, right? No. This is from the Panorama Towers on the other side of I-15. Looking down South Strip. Oh, so you just can't see anything. Okay, there's nothing on the other side of the strip. All right, so this is the back view of everything. All right, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I'm looking at like, they're not in that, they're in that order, but on the other side of the street. Yeah, so she stuck I her head out okay. of uh, their it. their place at the panorama on their balcony. My bad. It took me a minute. I'm sorry, because I'm looking at going, this is backwards. Like, all of these are backwards, yeah. but not. Yeah, and then it's slightly askew, so it's, yeah. It was a cool picture. And it was funny. A lot of people pointed out that it was Jennifer, like, right away. And I, it took me, like, I saw the view. I'm like, yes. Oh, shit, it's Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> Once again, Las Vegas. Like, you could, I mean, not like Jennifer Tilly is fucking, you know, Prince or something. Like, somebody would be like, oh, my God. But it was still like, wow, Vegas. Oh, hey, it's you. <laughs> Funny thing was to me, I was more because fo- I love the picture. Yeah, I it's think it's gorgeous. Picture. But I was more focused on it seemed backwards to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, Jennifer Tilly, yeah, great. So sorry, I was. I actually was. Funny. I'm sure Jennifer Tilly doesn't give a shit. I'm sure she doesn't. <laughs> but I, 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 more focused on the picture this week. Yeah, no, it, and it is interesting. That that was one of the things I liked about it is it was a unique view of a common view. Exactly. Yeah. All right, let's move into the news. Or. 
Oh, right. Sorry. God, you're terrible at this. <laughs> Tony does it all the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm just following in his footsteps. Oh, is that what you're doing? Except that he reads whatever I write. You just no, skip he, over things. No, he skips over it, too. Uh, I've done, that's his wait, level no, no, of no, drunkenness. No, 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 no. Look at, look. Okay, it might be mine, too. Look look back on private. You've been episodes. sneaking drinks then throughout the day that I'm unaware of. No, I had a two margarita lunch with some friends, which was awesome. <laughs> I could do that now. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature it on all our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which Patreon subscribers should be seeing right now. Let's move into the news. Body Tony. Nice. So first up, Shaq's quote, Big Chicken Vegas. It was announced that later this year, former UNLV and NBA star Shaquille O'Neal will film a reality show about the opening of his new chicken restaurant in Las Vegas. The restaurant will be called Big Chicken, a playoff, the playful big moniker he uses to preference virtually all projects he gets involved with since his size as a human became a topic of conversation when he was a child. It will be a 2,800 square foot space located near the Hard Rock by the corner of Paradise Road and Harmon. While details about the food were null, it was reported that the reality show will be broadcast on Facebook. (laughs) What? The restaurant is expected to open in October and will be run by the JRS Hospitality Group, the same company that runs Hex Kitchen and Alexis Bar at Paris, as well as Chayo's Mexican Restaurant at Link, which means beware of big CNF charges at Shaq's Big Chicken. I don't think they charge CNF off-strip, but the point is beware. So got to pay for those my, for those iPhone cameras to record your reality show. My my first thought to this was does he not realize that blue ribbon chicken. Oh my god, it's so good. Is right there in Vegas. It's so good. If you haven't tried it, I don't think we've ever talked about the time we have <laughs> tried it. We've tried. So, uh, side uh, baby side tangent. So, there's uh, the restaurant in Cosmopolitan. I can't remember what it's called. They have chicken on on their menu that is fucking epic, and it's so good that it expanded into their restaurant at Venetian, which I can't remember the name of at this point right now either. And then and they open a blue ribbon chicken. And they have now opened one at Link, or not at Link, at uh, Bally's Grand Bazaar. Right. A, a side project. And it is fucking amazing. It is the best chicken I've ever tasted in my life. It's it's incredibly juicy. It's got a dry rub to it. Uh, it's I, I absolutely so adore I will, it. It's I want to so say this. Good. The chicken itself, like again, juicy, tender, all of that. For me, the dry rub on the outside, because it's an intense dry rub, oh, was too so much for me. Good. But put the right kind of sauce on it. It was really good. Oh, they had tons of great, unique sauces with it, too. But their shoestring fries were Yeah, you were a big fan of that. But yeah, Blue Ribbon Chicken, if you have not tried it, I cannot recommend that enough. Unbelievable. So going back to the story, I guess I'm just like, okay, Shaq, Big Chicken, great. Off strip. I mean, it's off strip because it's down by the little hard rock, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's why that poutine and fries thing's going to be too yeah not no reason for me to go there when i'm at the strip yeah uh, you know what like he, to, to he, me i actually thought you know what it made me think of it made me think of 
Flavor Flav's chicken. I'm like, there's something, <laughs> there's something I don't trust about. I, I don't want any anything that Flavor Flav has I agree. its name on. I, yeah. I don't want to touch because I might get something. I, I agree. I, I agree. I don't have the same same feeling with Shaq. I feel I, like Shaq. Is I agree, putting his but name I, yeah, I, exactly. Like I don't really buy. Like it's different if you buy into a restaurateur who's expanding into something like on. Oh, that's yeah, they bought into. It. They're like going, hey. Uh, it's My Shaquille chicken. O'Neal's chicken. I'm like, big you, chicken. You do what? What is this? I, I just want to know who the chef is. Let me hear who the chef is that created it, yeah. and then maybe I'll have and then, an And then the fact that they primarily promote this as, oh, he's going to be doing a reality show on Facebook, and it's going to be opening a chicken restaurant. I'm like, I kind of feel like all of the things that should yeah. be important are not important, and the things that are important, I don't want to eat at a place that has made those a priority. Yeah, so Shaq's name on it has never been a draw for me for anything, and so I'm, I'm kind of... I know, right? Outside of basketball, what has he attached his name to? To general. That is, that is quality. General nothing. insurance. Movies, insurance, food, nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> there, is, there are so many other options. What an astute observation. Basketball? Yes. Anything else? No. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to talking about Robot Staffing Expands. Recently announced to be part of the plans for Link's new sportsbook bar renovation, the RJ reported this week that Vidara already has two three-foot-tall robots used to deliver food from the property's cafe, as well as things like dental and shaving kits. Currently, they are little more than toys that require human intervention to accomplish unskilled labor tasks like delivering food and sundries, the human equivalent of which is known as a server. Thanks to the latest union strike, the cost to employ such human labor is $23 per hour, equating to around $16,500 per month for around-the-clock service. The company that leases these robots to hotels to accomplish the same tasks costs $2,000 per month per robot. And the robots can operate 24 hours a day with intermittent charging. In an attempt to distract the uneducated, overpaid workforce, Verdara General Manager said the robots will free up the human staff to focus on guest requests that require a higher level of service. When you raise wages for unskilled laborers, technology eventually does take that over because rudimentary tasks that can be accomplished, very simple tasks that don't require a human mind to well, and it's, accomplish. It's, it's not only that, but you have to pay. Sorry, finish. Well, no, it's you're working well, in the same place. Well, no, you have to pass that on to your customers. So the customers are not going to pay twice as much, three times as much to pay the non-skilled human laborer that's demanding. That's more than a living wage. I'm sorry. Yeah. Versus a robot. Yeah. It's coming. It's going to be awesome. I do agree, though, that this is how the industry evolves is you should have humans involved for like a higher level of customer service. I just, I don't necessarily buy, especially Link. <laughs> Link, they're going to be toys. Right. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to sexual harassment panic buttons. B meets shotgun. <laughs> it may very well be the stupidest idea in human history, not involving the mass genocide of humans. This week, it was revealed that MGM Resorts and Caesars Entertainment have agreed to provide remote-sized panic buttons to union housekeepers and cocktail servers to carry on their person for use in the event they experience sexual harassment on the job. When pressed, 
the panic button will alert managers to the name and location of the employee in trouble. According to a May survey of 10,000 casino workers, almost 60% of servers and 30% of housekeepers say they have been sexually harassed by guests, managers, and others while working. While the subject of sexual harassment is a very real subject that is finally being addressed in Las Vegas, providing a digital rape whistle to staff required to look attractive and dress provocatively seems dangerously close to the definition of entrapment. For the record, housekeepers, I get. There are a ton of creeps out there, and those folks don't always work in teams. So, yeah, this kind of makes a little bit of sense for them. But servers... No word when the panic buttons will go into circulation or how shortly thereafter the first lawsuit is filed against casinos for use of said buttons. So my guess is it has to do with hourly workers. So if they're, you know, cocktail waitresses or housekeepers, they all have to be treated the same, would be my guess. I get it for housekeepers. Oh, grouping? Okay, I see yeah. what you're saying. No, so I get it because you can't treat, treat housekeepers one way and other hourly workers another how way. How not? There's a very different scenario of people they're dealing oh, with. Oh, that's funny. But until you get into labor laws, you don't realize it. No, you, you can't. If they're all hourly and they all are, you know, subjected to guests of the casino and all of that, you, you're going to have to treat them all the same. I get it for the housekeepers. Is there any way, any way, the first high roller, the first drunken frat boy the f- whose, whose parents are rich? No isn't going to sue the casino the first time the server who's meant to be attractive and flirty and and nice to him says something she doesn't like presses this rape whistle and there's a whole big thing that's embarrassing to then them no so the difference i think is the the hosts the servers are more prepared for this than the maids are no way someone doesn't abuse this for a guy they don't like who's being overly aggressive, but yet they're paid to cater to that it that so, idiot. Okay, so this is me. This is my take on all of this. Yeah. I could see someone's like, you want to be a dick? I've, I've tried to be nice to you. You're being an asshole. You're being grabby. Fine. Fuck you. I'll hit the button. Grabby's one thing. I, 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 well, I agree with that. I, that's where I think, in my mind, that's where it's going to go. If you have somebody that's just constantly pushing the button as a server, she ain't going to be a server for long. Yeah. They'll take care of that. They'll address it. It's not going to be an issue. I mean, and maybe, but, maybe, I, I'm dramatically underestimating how often cameras catch people being grabby. Because if that's the case, then you're like, there's okay, that. now I recant all of my stupid idea, and now it's really just going, hey, you know that minute at, in the film that I need you to capture? Right now. Well, that time. The one thing I don't want to, like, class, because the article says, you know, sexual harassment panic buttons. It's. I think I, I probably categorized it okay. as that. <laughs> I don't want this to be like, oh, Steve wins sexual harassment. This is not that. There might be an issue with maids and, and other folks. As servers, we know there's going to be an issue because the outfits yeah. that were awful and people are drunk and it's stupid. And God bless them. They deal with that. But I think they, they figured out how to handle that. The maids and stuff on the backside, I don't think have. I could see yeah. them walking into a room where a guy, you know, a bunch of drunk guys are laying out there, and all of a sudden they walk in, and some guy's like drunk out, you know, hey, stroking his dick, and she's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I could see that. I, but no, I, I completely, I thought of that same okay, situation. So that's yeah. the thing. I could see that happening to somebody. She's like, yep, not good. Hit the button. Have somebody come down and handle it for her. Yeah. I, she's doing her job. And before it was like, oh my god, I shut the door, and I hope I don't go. And he's like, did you see that? The maid was just here, and she was totally watching my dick while. <laughs> 
Wouldn't it be so cool she if she was came totally in. watching my dick. She came in and just like, jumped on Well, it. you were kind of jacking it, so that's kind of hard to ignore. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to look at your dick, and I'm looking at your dick because no, you're nobody, fucking playing with nobody it. Nobody wants to look at a dick. Let's just put that up. <laughs> they, are, they have one yes, use, and but, that's all there but is. But there is a game that guys have played for eons where it's like, Oh, you're oh, looking so guys, at my dick. Guys like, are well, well, because you fucking did something that forced me to look at okay, your dick. Okay, and that's fine. Guys and guys, if you guys want to do that, that's fine. We'll let, you know, Josh and Roger weigh in on that one. But for, you know, <laughs> women, it, it's that that ain't a turn on. It's not a good thing. And if you think somebody's like, oh my God, I see a dick. I must suck it. I must do whatever. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't. Last thing on our minds, we're like, oh God, put it away. Unless it's mine and I can use it for what I want to use it for, not what you want to use it for, we don't care. So. Which is usually the same thing, so now no, I'm confused. No, it isn't. Because normally guys want to use it when they want to use it. And in the way they want to use it. Women want to use it in the way we want to use it. You know the difference. Don't, don't start. All right. I, I also, the, the last thing I'll say on that is I also often, I will admit that I, I can be foolishly clueless like on I would never in a million years do that but like on you're kind of the well, exception to the rule the majority of people that come into this place are fucking pieces of shit who like the idea of being grabby to well and the flip side of it is you also have me as your wife that is not going to but I mean even even as a shit. single guy I was a guy that in the in, in, in a strip club well, that, so that's respectful. like when you go to you go to tip like on oh I gotta be careful I don't want to touch your leg because I'm not supposed to touch you like on yeah nobody does that but yeah. you but you and that guy yeah. you, it, it, you two guys in that's the history true. of strip clubs have ever part of not the reason done why that. I like you yeah. so right. yeah per- perhaps I'm like it's so dumb for me and this guy so dumb. <laughs> like going, yeah, we're not talking about you. <laughs> All right, let's move on to prop bets. For those of you that are unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. You always do it like that. It's so interesting. I have never done it like that. Always bits and pieces. pieces. Itty bitty I don't think so. Itty bitty, well, itty itty bitty. living space. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal cosmic power. <laughs> I've never done that on the show. Yeah. All right. First up, Carver continues to bitch slap the Las Vegas cab industry, who reported a 10.22% drop in ridership and a 12.33% drop in revenue in May of this year compared to May of last year. Oh. The notoriously crooked cab industry has reported monthly declines in both categories since Uber and Lyft entered the Vegas market in September 2015. An option to not be stolen from? Hooray! I'm good with that. I know. How great is that? And how fun is it to watch an industry that is so clueless that, I mean, because think about this. They could easily, easily compete just based on... Your fucking cab rides from the airport if you just weren't thieves. Yep. If you just weren't thieves and you were right up front with people and, and, and but, you know, like, hey, you know what? We did some but, shitty shit in the, in, in the past, so we're just going to – we're now we're on the up and up. We'll take you there. You know, best prices. So, so here's the one, the one defending thing I'll put in on the cab industry. Okay. They have multiple layers. So you have the uh, – Oh, you mean the – Cost cab infrastructure that owns it or has their name or whatever, and you have the driver. So the cab company wants See, to get their the, cut. The driver wants to get a cut. Yeah, no. And then they're gonna. The driver's like, well, if I drive them longer, that's a, the beauty of what Lyft and you know. But but is. on the flip side, that's also the beauty of removing 
greed and Agreed. just being I understanding agree. like, no, 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 we get a cut of it. You're self-motivated because however you treat these people yeah. is, is the fucking money you're going to get. get. And I then get we it. just get a cut of it. All we kind of did was build this app and, and kind of deal with all of you and, yep. and, and paying out of all this shit. I, they did not. Ad- they have not adapted to the but way the world works. It's funny to just watch them slowly oh, die. They were used to having a. Well, I'm the cab company, and I have to make money. And my poor drivers, they have to make money. And that was their union. That was all it works. And then you know, listen, Uber went. Um, no, we're good. Which we are now starting to see the robots do. It's the beginning, people. You think I, I'm fucking kidding? No offense. It's the beginning. I am not getting in an Uber Lyft or an Uber or a Lyft that has a, a robot for a driver. I'm talking about the robots at Vidara and, and them, not the robots that drive these oh, cars. Oh, you're doing callback. All right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> in, did the internet go down and literally nothing was on TV news? Travis Pastrano jumped over some things on a motorcycle in Vegas, including Caesar's Fountain last week, to promote some new show at Valley's. Many adjectives were used to attempt to sell the idea as something other than something that was only interesting before the invention of modern cable TV. You, it was funny because you cared more about the little side comment than you did the whole news article piece of it. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's, it was, it's dumb. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't care. So why, why was it in the prop beds? Well, because it happened in Vegas. I got, I got a report on it. And we had a short show. So it happened. I would have reported on it. It wouldn't have gone any <laughs> further than this. Yeah. It was reported that largest shareholder Elaine Wynn recommended former Harris Entertainment CEO Phil Satire. Satry. Satire. Satire. <laughs> Sorry. For the role of chairman or vice chairman on the Wynn Resorts Board of Directors. An offer he withdrew his name from consideration for once Elaine's people clarified the offer was only for a seat on the board not chairman or vice chairman. News that was only interesting because it referenced two people of note in Vegas. That was because we have a short show this week. <laughs> I literally wrote that, deleted it, and undeleted it. I'm like, ah, fuck it, we'll leave it in there. We got a short show. Yeah, it's dumb. Who cares? Yeah. Blink-182 had to cancel their June residency shows at the Palms after drummer Travis Barker was required by medical professionals to take four weeks to recover from blood clots or an infection related to blood clots or something made unclear by ramblings of an ability to play through broken limbs and various other injuries in the past. Band's next scheduled shows at the Pearl begin October 26th. I actually am worried about him. He's, he's a really I'm more good worried drummer. about him as how he rambled about, oh man, I played through all this and blah, blah, but then I got to take this time off. Like, I don't understand what you're saying. Are you saying you're not as strong as you used to be or that this is more severe or I don't understand what's happening here? Okay, so I didn't. I haven't read the article. I'm concerned if it's either blood clots or an infec- infection or whatever, broken limbs. All of those are bad. All of those are really bad. I think he may be more mentally okay. bad at well, this point. Which would be disappointing. It happened before and it will happen again. This week, one of Cosmopolitan's pools had to close after a man jumped or fell, but more than likely jumped from an unknown height to his death at around 2 p.m. No other details were shared needed. Well, it's unclear when and how, it was shared this week that the Stevens Group plans to open a sports book at their properties. This just in, the Stevens Group did not have a sports book in their casinos. How Who the fuck not? did we give money to then? Because we stayed at the D the one time during March Madness, and Derek and Nicole got us all fired up because they were gaming on stuff, and we ended up betting money at their fucking sports book in the D. 
on, I can't even remember who. But no, wait. So the sports work would have had to have been upstairs. Maybe it's just sports gambling, and there's a difference between like remember, sports was, betting was a and a sports book. whole deal when he put money on. Um, well, he couldn't do it at his property well, because yeah. I don't think he had one. Then who the fuck did we give money to? We lost. We didn't win the bet, so it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, it sounds like we lost just by giving the money to some random person in the D who was like, "You can bet on so. sports over here." Like, all right, here. No doubt in an attempt to increase demand for tickets, it was announced this week that Backstreet Boys will not extend their residency at Planet Hollywood. Plenty. Plenty. <laughs> Planet Hollywood when it comes time. You did. <laughs> Why is time showing up in there? When it comes to an end next April, tickets for those final performances went on sale Friday this week. Speaking of residencies at Planet Hollywood, it's being rumored that ticket resellers are already discounting tickets up to 75% off to see Gwen Stefani. Really? I don't, I don't know how accurate that is. I just I remember seeing it related to it. I was like, oh, it's actually. And lastly, but not knowing what we're talking about it, renovation progress continues in the Link Corridor. Vital Vegas shared some pictures of Margaritaville Casino marquee removal. Oh, okay. Well, that makes me happy. You know, it's funny, as I was watching it come down, I'm like, wow, that's, like, if I didn't know that was there, I wouldn't know it was gone. <laughs> it's so small and indescript. and. Oh, but I, I, it's annoying right there in the corner. You know what? That was a fun little casino. I, I'm not proud to say that. Is, the restaurant's awful. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. So that's, what, when I think about the marquee, I'm thinking about the whole margarita restaurant. Oh, no, it's craziness. not that. Oh, it's not that at all. That's all still there. Oh, God. There's a tiny little sign that was like, Five o'clock somewhere, bar, yeah. and casino. That's what's missing. That's They removed that little part. <laughs> yeah, so it's not even the thing you thought it was. <laughs> best part about the whole property. All right. Well, I guess that's it for news and prop bets. It's also going to do it for episode 273. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so at the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive contest. Contest? We have contests. I'm not familiar <laughs> with them, but there are contests apparently that, there. That's why I stopped because I knew I said it wrong. <laughs> Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show. Jesus Christ. Were the, was that, did you mainline those margaritas? <laughs> well, no, I've had a few more. That that you snuck, you snuck. Uh, Get good. premium and exclusive content. When you, I'm not, there was nothing sneaky about it. <laughs> Mark it was, was busy and distracted. Yeah, Mark wasn't paying attention. Like, how are you this drunk? There, it's very easy for me to be this drunk. <laughs> Super easy. <laughs> a lot of phone calls, a lot of memories of people. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. You can ship. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you know it's bad. All right. It's really early for it to be this bad. <laughs> it means we're going to go to bed early. I'm all right with that. Support the show by <laughs> purchasing. Keep going. I'm trying. Support the show by purchasing things from our affiliates, Amazon.com, Earth Limos, or just make a PayPal donation. You can buy merchandise from our store at Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas or help others find the show by find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at, at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record audio... Wow. Wow. It's hitting me good. Apparently. had dinner. <laughs> and if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone, email it to the show. We have had instructions on how to do that on the blog's main page. Why are you saying it like that? Long like a long time. We've had them there. Read how do you, them. I even I know how to do that. 
Well, you say. have a tech dick for a husband. Well, Where can folks find you? Not that you'll see it for quite some time. Oh, but. no. I'll see it quickly. I'll see it before this comes out because I'll be sober by then. <laughs> I'm at Karen Mark. She just told you where you can find me. So, till next time. Bye.